0: The book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly a sound came from heaven like the rush of a mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire, distributed and resting on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound the multitude came together, and they were bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in his own language. And they were amazed and wondered, saying, Are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear, each one of us, in his own native tongue? Parthenians and Medes and Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. As others have noted, the day of Pentecost is the birthday of the Church. The symbolism here is quite amazing, very much the same way as the creation of mankind, where the breath or wind of God breathed life into man he had just formed from the ground. So too here, the breath or wind of God, the Holy Spirit, breathed life into the new man, the Church. With the day of Pentecost came the new covenant, the fulfillment and obsolescence of the old covenant, and the rearticulation of the people of God. Those who were baptized into Christ left behind the law of the old covenant, and were formed into new men with Jesus Christ as their head. Clearly the timing of this declaration was not coincidental. With the giving of the Holy Spirit, While the city of Jerusalem was filled with faithful Jews from all across the known world, the confusion of tongues that took place in the Tower of Babel was reversed. This miraculous event communicated the gospel without the church needing to go anywhere to preach. The masses came to them and heard the gospel in their own languages. It is interesting to read through the list of nations that were present to hear the gospel. Those who heard the gospel, embraced it, and took it home with them were the first real evangelists. One could say that this event was a first step preparation for the nations when the apostles would begin their missionary work. Nations from all four cardinal directions were present, including Rome, which is particularly interesting. This then means that Peter was not the first to bring the gospel to Rome. It needs to be noted as well that the Holy Spirit filled the place where they had gathered, thus showing unity, and the Holy Spirit rested on each one of them, filling each of them as well. In this, we see that the work of the Holy Spirit is not about individuals, but about individuals within the unity of the church. Being in a relationship with God has always been about being part of his people. This imagery fits well with the warning about private interpretation and the authority of the apostolic faith. Being a follower of Jesus Christ has never been about the experience one has, the ideas one has, or the feelings one has about the faith. One can never say, well, this is what this Bible passage means to me, or this is how I feel about any particular belief or practice. The church has carefully articulated the boundaries of the apostolic faith. To be in disagreement with what the church has always believed and practiced is to be outside of the historic Christian faith, regardless of how passionate one may feel about it. There's a great difference between objective and subjective. It honestly doesn't matter how one feels about anything within the historic faith. What matters is believing and practicing that which Jesus taught the disciples and what the apostles taught and handed down to the first generation church. Pentecost is the second most important holy day in the church, second only to Pascha, or known as Easter, in the West. It is in Pentecost that God poured out the Holy Spirit upon his people and the church officially began. The preaching of the gospel. And the remarkable growth and expansion of the church began here as well in many denominations or sectarian groups the incredible importance of pentecost is often overlooked literally everything changed with the death resurrection and ascension of jesus christ to be closely followed by the formation of the church and the outpouring of the holy spirit reality literally changed like descending into a valley and reaching the lowest point Pascha and Pentecost are the beginning of the ascent out of that valley. It was in the darkest moment of human history that the Incarnation took place and death was defeated. Jesus' victory from the formation of the Church marked the beginning of the New Covenant and the beginning of the fulfillment of God's initial command to Adam to fill the earth and take dominion. Where Adam failed in the one thing asked of him, Jesus succeeded, and the Church is continuing that work up to this day. It is a long and difficult journey out of that valley and into taking dominion of the earth. Jesus is the authority over all creation, and the church will eventually take the gospel to the whole world, fulfilling the original command. And the process in doing so began here with Pentecost.